3: This morning the vaccine race tightens, the Moderna trial proving nearly 95% effective, why Australians could be left behind. Testing rush. South Australians turned away from overloaded clinics as authorities scramble to avoid a second wave. COVID coupons, the plan to help struggling New South Wales businesses get customers through the door. And swim star Shayna Jack learns her fate after a late night appeal decision over her doping ban.
4: This is 7 News with Jody Spears.
3: Good morning. We begin with promising news in the race to find a COVID 19 vaccine. Early results from the Moderna trial involving 30,000 people in the US show the jab is almost 95% effective. Moderna says it will apply to American regulators in the coming weeks and expects to have 20 million doses available in the country. However, Australia does not yet have a deal with the company. The results come on the back of similar findings from Pfizer, fueling growing hope that vaccines vaccines will soon be able to help end the pandemic. We'll cross live to the US for more on the Moderna trial a little later in the bulletin. South Australians have responded to the call for COVID testing in their thousands, overwhelming some clinics. There were queues for hundreds of metres at the Victoria Park site, with some waiting hours for a swab only to be turned away. Fears of another potential lockdown also sparked panic buying across Adelaide. Many supermarket shelves were stripped bare of essentials, including toilet paper. South Australia is now the isolation state, cut off from more than half the country. States and territories raced to close their borders yesterday, sparking dramatic scenes at airports as anxious travellers tried desperately to beat the clock.
1: Getting a call just as I left the hotel to find out that I may or may not get back home. Going into quarantine.
3: And how do you feel about that? Well, it's a pity. All international flights into Adelaide have also been suspended including repatriation flights which have been helping South Australians stranded overseas to get home. Every adult in New South Wales will receive $100 in vouchers to help struggling businesses. The move is the centrepiece of today's state budget, with the amount split into four $25 vouchers. Two can be spent on dining and two on entertainment, like cinema tickets. It's part of the Out and About scheme to cost $500 million. New South Wales Treasurer Dominic Perrottet has told The Telegraph it's in a bid to encourage people to shop and spend with businesses multiple times to get get out and about and support their local community safely. Victims of the federal government's robo-debt scandal want further action following a 1.2 billion dollar compensation deal. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning Olivia, it's a history-making payout.
1: Yeah, Jodie, the biggest class action in Australian history, settled by the Commonwealth over this unlawful scheme, which was axed in May, which automatically sent debt notices to Australians who are on welfare for money that they didn't know, using a flawed system of income averaging. The governments agreed to pay an extra $112 million compensation to 400,000 people, having already repaid $720 million in debts and dropping about almost $400 million in outstanding debt claims. All up $1.2 billion. But victims still seeking answers, now pushing for a royal commission.
2: Okay. Put the legal dogs on these people and it turns out it was illegal. The Commonwealth has not accepted or admitted uh, any liability in the matter.
1: Now, Labor, the Greens and key unions will continue to push for an inquiry. They want senior ministers to be grilled to determine who was responsible, insisting it should not have taken some four years for the government to recognise that the scheme was flawed. Jody.
3: Okay, Olivia, thank you. A severe storm has battered Newcastle north of Sydney with trees brought down, windshields smashed and roofs ripped off buildings. The supercell tore through the city overnight, resulting in more than 250 calls for help. It followed the hottest November day in five years for much of New South Wales. Sydney is in for much cooler temperatures today with a top of 21, but other parts of the country will still swelter. It will be 31 in Brisbane. A man accused of murdering a 23-year-old woman in Melbourne's northeast remains under police guard in hospital this morning. The body of Celeste Mano was found in Mernda around 4 o'clock yesterday morning. Homicide squad detectives were called and arrested a 35-year-old man. He was taken to hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. It's expected he'll be charged once he's released. Swimming star Shayna Jack will be able to compete next year after her four-year doping ban was halved on appeal. Overnight, the Court of Arbitration for Sport found the 22-year-old didn't intentionally ingest an anabolic agent she tested positive to last year. However, she won't be able to compete at next year's postponed Olympic Games because the trials are scheduled before her ban ends in July. Controversial celebrity chef Pete Evans has been dumped by his publisher. Pan Macmillan announced that it had canned Evans after he posted a cartoon featuring a butterfly which appeared to have a neo-Nazi symbol on it. The company has published 17 of Evans's books. The publisher has told bookshops they can return copies. Evans recently became embroiled in another social media controversy after giving an interview claiming coronavirus didn't exist. New coronavirus restrictions are now in place in South Australia as health authorities work to get ahead of what they're calling a potential second wave. The most significant of the rules include a limit on private gatherings at homes to 10 people. Gyms have been shut down, community sport cancelled and new restrictions on the number of guests at churches and funerals are in place. Pubs, clubs and restaurants will be capped at 100 per venue and they must adhere to the one per four square metre to rule.
0: What we are facing is indeed a second wave, but we haven't got the second wave yet.
2: The next 24 hours will be critical, uh, but we are not going to wait uh, for the situation uh, to deteriorate. There are
3: currently 17 cases linked to Adelaide's parafield cluster, with 15 of those from the same family. Health alerts have been issued for more than a dozen public places, including schools and health facilities. A man convicted of stalking singer Delta Goodrum has now been accused of breaching an apprehended violence order. She appeared in court via video link where her stalker was allowed to cross-examine her.
4: A defiant Delta Goodrum face-to-face with the man convicted of stalking her. I didn't tell the police anything. They, um... All I told him was I wrote a poem. James Lafferty found guilty in February of relentlessly pursuing Miss Goodrum, sending 300 messages and appearing outside her Sydney apartment multiple times. He was back in court, accused of continuing to contact the singer even after being served an apprehended violence order. You had been told to move on from outside my apartment, Miss Goodrum told the court via video link. When I came back from work, you were still there. The AVO was to protect myself. Lafferty directly cross-examined Miss Goodrum. Did I ever threaten to hurt you, he asked. There has definitely been two different sides from you. That's been stressful for me. Usually, someone convicted of a crime would never be able to cross-examine their victim. But in this case, James Lafferty didn't have a lawyer and was representing himself, something victims' advocates say should never take place in court.
3: This anomaly means that victims are being re-traumatised.
4: The Attorney-General has told Seven News he understands the distress complainants would feel at facing their alleged attacker in court and is open to making changes to legislation in the future. Samantha Brett, Seven News.
3: It's exploded in popularity and changed the way we shop, but there's also a dark side to buy now, pay later. For many, it has become a gateway to debt, with one in five missing meals to make repayments.
0: Hairdresser Ashley Arthur Smith avoids credit cards but loves her Afterpay. It definitely keeps our, our monthly household budget in check. Saying buy now, pay later tools help her juggle family finances. I just find it um, really easy to manage. But not all users are coping as well as Ashley. A new report from corporate regulator ASIC shows the industry's rapid growth. In 2018, customers carried out around 17 million buy-now-pay-later transactions. Just one year later, nearly double that. But one in five users cut back on essentials to make their payments, while 15% took out another loan to cover them. They have the ability to blow significant holes in people's budgets. Next October, ASIC will bring in new obligations, saying that if providers want their products to be seen as budgeting tools, not as debt traps they'd better act like them.
3: Zip has always conducted ID, credit and
0: banking checks on other applicants since day one, so we're delivering different outcomes. For now, ASIC won't crack down any further, saying policy and regulation of the buy-now-pay-later industry remain a matter for government and ultimately the parliament. The government is allowing the industry to self-regulate. The big question is, will it have enough teeth to make a difference? Gemma Acton, 7 News.
4: Even on a budget...
3: Australians have garnered a poor reputation for their alcohol-fuelled behaviour in Bali, but that could soon be a thing of the past. Indonesia is debating a controversial bill that would outlaw consumption of alcohol across the entire country. If it's passed, anyone caught drinking alcohol would be jailed for up to two years. The idea was first raised several years ago, but debate had stalled until now. Supporters say it would ensure public health and safety, but tourism operators on the holiday island are already struggling due to the pandemic. A cleanup is underway in the US state of Arkansas after a tornado caused major damage. The twister ripped through a residential area, leaving one woman seriously injured after she was buried under debris. The tornado destroyed more than 20 homes, with some buildings lifted off their foundations. Authorities say the tornado was on the ground for just two minutes, leaving behind a three-kilometre trail of destruction. Four astronauts aboard this SpaceX Dragon capsule will arrive at the International Space Station in a few hours' time. The Falcon rocket took off from Kennedy Space Center in Florida, with three Americans and a Japanese astronaut on board. The capsule, named Resilience, is due to reach the space station after a 27-hour flight and remain there for six months. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has soared off the back of the Moderna announcement, up more than 380 points. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE gained 105 points and Germany's DAX lifted 62 points. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 521 points, Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose 225, the All Lords gained and the ASX 200 added 79 points. On the commodities market gold is trading at 1,888 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 41 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just over 73 US cents, 76 Japanese yen and a dollar six New Zealand. Two of Australia's best-loved lollies are being given a makeover. While the sweet treats will remain the same, redskins are being renamed red rippers and chicos will be known as cheekies. Nestle decided to change the names of the lollies to remove racial overtones. The newly branded confectionery will hit shelves early next year. There's growing confidence that an end to the coronavirus pandemic could be in sight with trials of a second vaccine showing it's 95% effective. US correspondent Tim Lester is in Washington DC. Good morning Tim, President Donald Trump has been quick to claim some of the credit.
2: Good morning, Jody. And yes, in this case, he has some justification for that. Pfizer, who made the announcement about a week ago, did not rely on US funding under the Operation Warp Speed program that Donald Trump announced to develop at least its vaccine well Moderna, the Massachusetts based biotech company that's released results overnight did rely on almost $1 billion of funding from the US government. It had 30,000 people participating in a trial 15,000 given a placebo of those 90 went on to contract COVID-19 15,000 given the actual uh, vaccine only 5 contracted COVID-19 and none of those cases was serious a great deal of excitement uh, from the White House and also from the company overnight we hope to have
1: about 20 million doses of the vaccine by the end of this year by the end of the calendar year Uh, and we're looking forward to making about 500 million to a billion doses next year but that is going to be a 24-7 operation
2: among a string of tweets out of the white house uh, recently one from the president another vaccine just announced this time 95 percent effective he says please remember that these great discoveries which will end the china plague all took place on my watch the u.s currently uh, recording 1100 deaths roughly every day from coronavirus the last 1 million cases in this country have uh, been recorded in just just the last six days it is really looking forward to seeing these um, vaccines in operation and perhaps even beginning before the end of the year Jody?
3: Thanks, Tim. Former US President Barack Obama will tomorrow release the long-awaited first volume of his memoir. The book, titled A Promised Land, focuses on the former president's childhood and political rise, culminating in his first four years in office. It's expected to be one of the top-selling political memoirs of all time, with almost six million copies printed for release worldwide. Recapping sport now, preparations for the summer of cricket have been thrown into chaos due to Adelaide's COVID-19 outbreak. A host of stars, including test captain Tim Payne, have been made to self-isolate after playing shield games in Adelaide. The first test against India at the Adelaide Oval on December 17 could be in jeopardy. Our men's team will replicate what we've seen in the WBBL, forming a barefoot circle before the one-day opener against India at the SCG to protest racism. Marone's captain daily Cherry Evans has told Tino Fa'asua Malawi to maintain the rage in the Origin Decider tomorrow night. Far from urging restraint after the Game 2 stoush with Payne Haas, Cherry Evans has told Big Tino to do what works for him. I've got his back. Um, maybe not physically out there in the fight, but uh, it's not for me to decide what someone's best game looks like. Um, but I do want to make sure that I encourage the players to play their best game. At the launch of his autobiography in Brisbane, Storm Captain Cameron Smith revealed he's open to playing at a rival club next year. The 37-year-old will make a call on his future in the next month and Panther star Brent Naden has been admitted to a private medical facility to address alcohol issues. Collingwood coach Nathan Buckley has acknowledged the pain he caused during the Magpies' disastrous AFL trade period. The club forced several players out the door due to salary cap stress, including star midfielder Adam Trelaw, who they believed might struggle after his wife's move to Queensland to play Super Netball.
2: Adam and Kim are entitled to live their lives as they see fit, but it is our responsibility to work out on a professional level, how that might affect Adam's ability to, to do his job.
3: New kangaroo Jaden Stevenson has backed Robert Harvey to, to become his new coach. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough over northern WA and the Northern Territory will deepen, bringing heavy showers and storms. A trough over southwest Queensland and northeastern New South Wales will also generate showers and storms. Onshore winds around a high will drive showers over western Tasmania and far northern Queensland. Around the capitals today, hot with a shower or two in Brisbane, heading for 31 degrees. Partly cloudy in Sydney, but cooler, 21 the top. Sunny in Canberra, top of 24. Partly cloudy in Melbourne and 20. Mostly sunny in Hobart, 19. Sunny in Adelaide, 25 degrees the top. Partly cloudy and 23 in Perth. And a possible early storm and showers in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday, the 17th of November.